Welcome to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ, the podcast. I believe that the best coach you can ever have is that one person that is staring straight back at you every morning in the mirror, you. Join me in discovering some key strategies so that you can create an empowered life and inspire others to live theirs. Your journey to being your own best coach starts right now. You are your brand. Everything you do or don't do matters. Everything you say or don't say matters. You represent your brand. It's fascinating. At the moment, I'm looking for a personal assistant. And I put it out there on social media and I got at I was in, like, there was that many people that came back and was interested in the role. Now, the fascinating thing is we have information at our fingertips right now. We can go in and we can see on social media what that person's like. We can go onto their, their page and see what their insights are, what their values are. And it's fascinating what you can find out about someone. Because with social media, people have opinions and you can even see bullying happening on social media sometimes. So whatever you say on social media is there for anyone to see. So we need to make sure that we are conscious about what we say and how we represent ourselves out there in the marketplace. And sometimes what happens too is that we have a mixed message with our brand that confuses our potential clients. I had a retreat that I was looking for somebody that was going to, I wanted to get some catering done for a retreat that I'm running. And I was looking for a payout, someone that that has the big paella pans, the Spanish rice, and I thought that would be fantastic. And I saw someone Uh, on social media and I thought this person looks great I went into their website it looked fantastic so I messaged I sent an email that was on the website and I said look this is what I'm interested in and the person came back and said I'm working as an electrician that day and I thought is he joking or is this a joke or have I actually got the wrong email address And so I emailed back and said, I'm just confirming, is this the right person? I was after the paella pan man. And he said, oh, yeah, it is. But I'm working that shift as an electrician. Now, I was completely confused. I'm thinking, is he a paella pan man or is he an electrician? Now, I respect and understand that people have different roles. But from a client's point of view, there was a lot of confusion because I'm thinking, what is this the right person that I'm speaking to? So everything we put out there in the marketplace matters from what we say or don't say on social media to the videos we put out, to the language that we use, the posts that we put out there. We need to put out whatever it is for our brand with intention, with volition. Now, firstly, we need to have clarity around our brand. What is our brand? What do we represent? What do we stand for? What is our mission? And what is our vision 
for our business. Now, if we have not got a clear message, the message will completely dissipate. It will disappear. People will, your potential clients won't have a clear message either of what you do if you are not clear. And you will language that. You will language different, uh, that, that confusion with your clients when you're doing a video, for instance, or, or when you're doing a post. So firstly, you need to have clarity around your brand. And I would advise you to work with a branding coach and be able to sit down and map out what is it your brand, what is your mission, what is your vision, what's important to you, who do you want to attract, who do you not want to attract, like who do you want to repel because you don't want to work with them. It's it was fascinating. This is my second business. My first business I had for about seven years, and it had two sides to it, two arms to it. One was recruitment, and one was training. And I fell into recruitment in in some sort of way because I got clients wanting recruitment, and it was at that stage it was an easy way to bring income into the business because people were sometimes desperate. And they would be like, I need someone right now. And there was good money in recruitment. And I thought, look, I love people. So that could be a really great arm to my business. So I did half recruitment or one arm recruitment, I should say. And the other arm was training. Now, what I found was that a lot of my business, 80% of my business was reactive and was going into the recruitment side of things. And I really, I thought I would love it because I love people and I do, I love people. But what I missed was that, yes, I had that interaction and I could support someone get a role, but I missed the growth part of it, being able to see them progress, see how they've developed. It was like you get the job, you get them into a a job and then they're gone. And I And I missed and I craved to have more of the training side of my business happening. And so the way that I set up my business wasn't right for me. Recruitment wasn't right for me. And so this being my my second business, I'm so conscious of who I love to work with. And I've designed my business that way. For instance, in regards to... Uh, business owners. I love working with business owners. Why? Because I know what it takes to be a business owner. I know the challenges that we all face as business owners. I know that you've got to be a dog with a bone as a business owner. And I know how courageous you need to be as a business owner. And so I really love working with business owners and then when I look at the corporate side of things, I, I see the corporate side of things different to working with business owners. And the corporate side, I, I love to. I love doing the speaker spots and going in there at conferences and working with teams. I love that. But majority, I've set up my business so that majority of the time I'm working with business owners and then 20% of my time I will work for corporates, with corporates. And the reason for that is with my personality style, I have so much freedom around 
developing my own programs and being able to have that flexibility of variety when I'm developing my own stuff with the business owners. And I find that corporates, there's a little bit more control on the other side. So I will do about 20%, which works beautifully for me because I love it. I love it when I do it. But if it was spun around and I was doing 80% of it, I wouldn't love it anymore. And so I've designed my business that way and my branding that way so that I make sure that most of my branding and advertising is directed to business owners and so that I can get most of my business from them. And it's really important how we're delivering our brand because when people are looking for someone to help support them in whether it be a service or a product, they are looking for certainty and safety. They want to work with someone that knows what they're doing. Now, that you have to ooze that confidence. So from a branding perspective, whatever you're showing them, whether it be you're doing a video, are you showing them that certainty that I can trust that person? What language are you using? Are you using proactive language, positive language? Uh, what's your energy like? How are you showing up? How you show up matters. So you might be going to a networking event and You've got to be there at 7 a.m. in the morning for a breakfast. How are you showing up? Are you showing up sluggish? Are you showing up? Uh, you, what's your presentation like? How you present matters. So it's really about making sure that you're showing up your best version of yourself and looking at what your brand looks like. If you think about Naomi Simpson, from those of you uh, particularly in Australia, that no shark tank. Now, Naomi Simpson from Red Balloon, she wears red all the time. <laughs> and that is her signature. It's, it's fascinating because people then align. They, it's a trigger for people. It's an anchor for people. People might see the red and think of Naomi Simpson. Now, you might say, do they really? Well, I wear a lot of black and red. Not that that is my whole colors, but I do wear a lot of black and red. And the other thing I wear a lot of is I wear love hearts. So I have a lot of love heart jewelry. And I cannot tell you how many times I get new clients gift me with love hearts, gift me with red love hearts or red things because they tell me, I know JJ that your favorite color is red. Now, how do they know that? Because they see it in my branding. They see that that's how I represent who I am. And they see the love hearts. And people have said, I saw this and I thought of you. Now, isn't that awesome that you can be your client, can be interstate shopping or overseas on a holiday and they see something and they think, I've got to buy that. Because I that per, that reminds me of that person, and that's how strong your brand is. Making sure that it is front of mind with your clients. One of my mentors, Joe Parne, he has he has a fabulous podcast uh, called Joe Parne Insights, I think it's called, and he's been a mentor for me for years. And he talks about the courage to be you. 
in your brand, it is so important that you express yourself fully within your brand and you decide how you're going to show up. Now, sometimes people will judge you for that. I mean, you're always being judged anyway, but some people will say, look, I don't think that's how you should be in business. When I do any of my live events, for instance, and I know another coach, Taki Moore, who is brilliant at marketing, you will go to his courses and you'll see him, you walk in, he'll have a pair of jeans on, probably just a plain sort of T-shirt and he'll have no shoes on. (laughs) And people might go, where are your shoes? And some people will have judgment around that. They might say, I don't think that's professional or whatever. But that is so part of his brand. And I do the same thing, guys. You'll come to my live event. I will start with shoes. (laughs) I start with shoes. But let me tell you, when I get into the nitty gritty of coaching the beautiful people in the room, those shoes are off. They probably last maximum half an hour and my shoes are off and I'm to work and I'm grounded and I love that. I've had people take photos of my feet <laughs> and post them on, but on social media. Uh, but that's, that's who I am. Now, I remember having someone sitting, sitting near the front of the stage one day and I took my shoes off and she was horrified. She's like, what are you doing? Now, some of you listening might be going, yeah, what are you doing, JJ? Like, you don't take your shoes off. But this is, this is who I am. I'm not going to stop being who I am for people that are judging me based on their criteria of who they think I should be. And I'm saying to you, be the same way. And it doesn't mean that you say, I don't care what anyone thinks. It's not about that. It's about finding who you truly are and living that, breathing that. So as a speaker... I like to think that when I'm in a room, what you see is what you get. You don't see a different JJ, a a facade of who I am. You see who I am when I'm out there. You see who I am front of stage, backstage, on the weekend with my family. I am transparently, authentically me. And it's so freeing when you, you are opening yourself to be able to be who you truly are because I tell you what, it takes a lot of energy to try and be someone else. And Joe Parne mentions that there are a lot of people, and I agree that there's a lot of people that are living their life based on the expectation of how other people think they should be. And a lot of the time, it's their parents, even grown adults. They might be 50 years old and they might be doing the same job that their parents told them that they should do and they're not freaking loving it. And it's not their, they're having, I call it, you know, the mojo. Their mojo is not happening. They're not loving and they're not passionate about what they do because they're doing stuff and, and they've created a life based on someone else's expectations of what they think they should be doing. Now, for me, that's so sad. It's so sad. And I think about what I do in my business and in my life and how I've designed it. 
And I have to say, I'm so thrilled and blessed that I, ha I have grown on this journey to be able to create a business that I freaking, freaking love. That's two frigs there, two friggins. <laughs> because I do. I love the people I work with. Uh, and I'm not for everybody, and I get that. So some of you guys might be loving me right now and going, I just love, I love her energy. And some of you might go, oh, she's not for me. And that's cool because you're not going to be for everyone. You know, find the person that is right for you. But do not try and be everything for everyone. Be the best version of who you are. And that's a process. Your brand is a process, finding out what's important to you and growing through that process. Uh, the name of your business and your logo, all of that needs to sing for you. You could have the best branding, marketing guru in the world telling you, well, I think these words are the best words, they're out now. But if it doesn't sing for you, then don't do it. Because it's got to mean something for you. You've, it's got to light you up because this is your business, your brand, and it's about you being excited about what you've created. And it's, it's really important with your alignment with your brand and being aligned with your brand is everything you do from the habits that you have, from the lifestyle that you have? Is it in line with the brand that you put out there in the marketplace? For instance, if you're a health wellness coach, but you get drunk every Friday, now there is a real mismatch there. There's an incongruency, which means that you're not matching up with what you're telling the world. And there's this underlying tone. Now you might say, yeah, but no one, none of my clients see that I'm drunk on a Friday, right? But there's still this underlying incongruency and mismatch within you that you know. And so you can't be the best version of yourself because you know unconsciously that there's a mismatch with how you're showing up for the world and then what you're doing behind the curtain. And there can also be some underlying tones of communication that you send out there to the world that indicates or hints that as well. You might be doing a post on Friday and saying, oh, it's it's vino o'clock, it's wine o'clock, and thinking, oh, that's just a bit of fun. But there's that undertone of what you're doing secretly behind the curtain that you need to make sure that is in line. Now, that can be a journey. It can be a journey. Some of you might be going, yes, I, I feel that, JJ. I'm doing stuff that's not, in, not congruent with how I'm going to show up. And it can be a journey for us all. And I can tell you from my point of view, I have always prided myself. Is that a word? Prided? Well, I'm going to go with it anyway. Prided myself on my mindset and being able to empower my mindset at the most challenging situations that I've had in my life. And I've practiced it as a teenager. I've practiced and practiced being able to empower my mind in a way that serves me in my life. But there were still some habits that I had that weren't congruent with how I was showing up in my business. And one of them was that I was full on with my mindset, reading lots of books, as I always have been for many, many, many years. But yet my health 
was something that I didn't focus on. And if anything, there was times where I was not exercising, I was not focusing on what I was putting in my mouth as in nutrition. And it really showed up in my body, in my weight, in how I looked and, how, and the energy that I had. And it was only, and it, and it was this incongruency when I was talking about people, talking to people at my events and serving them and saying, be, be your own best coach and put yourself out there and be able to show up in the world, the best version of you, that I said to myself, I'm freaking not doing that with this area of my life. And that's okay. It's not about beating yourself up. It's about being able to say, well, who is it that I want to become? Who do I want to become in my life so that it is congruent with who I think my brand is going to be? And work towards that. Right now, for me, I'm really focusing on nutrition. I'm walking every day and I'm loving it. And I'm getting rid of some beliefs that hadn't served me in regards to health. So it can be a journey and that's okay. But we're continuing to say, who do we want to be? I often, with my clients, will do a, a, an, a big branding board and we look at what, who are you? Like when people walk away from you, whether it be your post, whether it be your video, whether they meet you in real life on a, in a networking event, whether they see you speak from stage, if someone says, who, who was that person that you went and saw? Tell me about them. What would they say? Would they say stuff that you would want them to say? Would they say if you wanted to be someone that was fun, energetic, uh, compassionate, would they say this is the type of person I've just met? Or would there be an incongruency of what you want them to say in regards to what they will say if someone asks them that question. So it's it's a journey and it's something that we can design and we can continue to work through. We can change our branding, our personal brand at any stage. What we stand for really, really matters. And, and with your brand, one of the things I say to my clients, you've got to decide what you want to keep private as well, and what you want to share with intention. Now, with your brand, for instance, I know for myself that things like religion, politics, uh, all of those big issues out there in the world, there are most of the time I will not go into those discussions. I, I separate the two. And I don't go into those discussions online because I, I, I just that isn't what I want to do. I've decided in my brand that that is not what I'm going to do. And I see a lot of people go into these discussions and look, if that's your intention and it's part of your branding, go for it. But if it's not, be very mindful when you're having those discussions, because everything that goes up online is there for good. And anyone can see it. Anyone can look. If you're going for another job, for instance, as I'm getting looking for a new PA at the moment, it's so easy to access the information. And it's so easy to see the comments that you, the, the conversations that you have with other people, the posts that you put up. And so be really mindful 
with understanding firstly what you stand for, what you keep prior and what you private and what you want to share with intention. And remembering that you'll grow, you can continue to grow into your brand. Who do you want to become? What new habits do you want to bring into your life that's going to enforce who you want to become in regards to your brand? What old habits do you want to get rid of? Get rid of completely. That's not you anymore. What about it? Is, is your name serving you? Now, I, my, all my clients and my friends now call me JJ. I wasn't always JJ. When I was young, my dad had a nickname, Barney. Don't ask me where it came from. But he'd always go, Barney, and he'd call me Barney. Now, some of my family call me Nellie. And, you know, with my name being Janelle, my full name. And, but as I've grown up, and got my branding, It's I, I decided I'm going to be JJ. And so I started calling myself JJ. I started doing emails JJ. And then I created JJ. And so people talk to me and they say, hi, JJ, because that's what I created. That was intentional for me. So it could be a name change that you have. The, the identity shift of who you think you are. And a language shift of how you language what you do. Your branding it sometimes takes time and it continues to develop. Be intentional with that. Be intentional. Know what you want it to look like. I trust that that has, that has been valuable for you. I know I've touched on a lot of different parts of branding I would say to you, make sure that you speak to a coach that can coach you through clarity around where you want to be with your personal branding because it matters. If you are unclear with your brand, it will come across and therefore your potential clients will be unclear with your brand also. And I love this quote from Dave Buck. Your brand is a gateway to your true work. You know you are here to do something, to create something or help others in some way. The question is, how can you set up your life and work so that you can do it? The answer lies in your brand. When you create a compelling brand, you attract people who want the promise of your brand, which you deliver. Thanks, guys. Look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and follow me on Instagram at JJ Speaker Coach. And remember to live with insatiable passion. Create an empowered life and inspire others to live theirs.